0: There that I finished
1: it. You well, you can go on with your fling with Boruto then.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that wasn't my main two. My main two are because um, I made a TikTok about it already. So oh, okay. I wanted to um shout out the Nigerian wedding and then uh uh-huh. and then my second one was Bridgerton. Oh. I mean the good Charlotte, the Queen Charlotte one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I watched that in like a day and that thing was fire. <laughs> oh I my was gosh, trying yes.
1: to re I need to rewatch it actually. It, oh, it was so good. It, it, and so, like, to be so, like, over that succinct yeah. number of you episodes.
0: Know my sister caught something? I'll, tell, I'll wait for the pardon. What's up, you guys? Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? It's your Blurred Girl, Triple F Queen Bola. No tagline wit. And we are Blurred Talk with Bola and Whitney. What's up? How you doing, everybody? It's the middle of May, and we got your second episode. Coming for you. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. And today we are going to talk about the most anticipated Marvel movie yet. Um, well, let's say to date. <laughs> and it's the um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Exactly. And so we're going to get into that. But at first, you know, we usually do our blurred out dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. But not, no, oh, it's okay. All right. Our blurred all right. out segment <laughs> is where we talk about. Stuff we likes, stuff we watched, stuff we're doing, something interesting that we're nerding out about. Mm -hmm. And just in case someone's listening to this and they're like, what is a blurred? It's a black nerd. (laughs) If you're not black, you can't be a blurred. Sorry. It's exclusive. But you can still be a nerd. So nerd out with us too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's blur it out. Blur it out. Blur it out. Blur it out. Blur it (laughs) out. All right. So... Today, I'm blurting out about um, just two things. There's many things, but there's just two things I want to share Mm -hmm. on the pod today because I want us to get into this volume three um, of Gardens of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. So, um, this past weekend, me and Whitney, the two blurred girls here, have gone to a traditional Nigerian wedding. Yeah, so my cousin uh, got married this weekend, very excited. Big family affair. We were a big Nigerian wedding. You know how they have the big fat Greek wedding? <laughs> this was a big, I, I like to call it big grand Nigerian wedding. Mm. And so, because it was just done in the beautiful, most opulent style and everything. And I loved it. It was fantastic, honestly. It was awesome. Um, But I was just blurting out about it because it was like super fun. It was amazing. I mean, I, I was happy because Whitney actually like she dons the attire, y'all. Like, we, she bought the club, the material, and the headdress, and she put it on. It's called a galey, and I have like a TikTok that I made of just some pictures of what traditional Nigerian money look for, um, uh, look like. So I made a TikTok. So you guys go on our TikTok. That's blur Talk BW on TikTok. I don't know. Is it an ad handle or a hashtag? on tiktok girl i don't know you be you, handling she the tiktok don't know. stuff so you you guys know what to do go on tiktok i'm probably gonna also put it on our um our instagram at, as well sweet but it was just a great time right britney did you enjoy yourself it was
1: i'm gonna plus one
0: on that blurred out yeah, yeah, yeah. as a
1: common one and it was just give it to them
0: yeah. sorry that's, <laughs> what to he, the that's, a, that's a nigerian <laughs> thing we always say we're well, always like give it to them
1: <laughs> go ahead but it was it was such an honor. I was so happy that Bola, Bola invited me and that um, Shewa and her family extended the invite to me to allow me to come. It was such an honor to go. And it was so awesome. Like, seeing everyone just, like, the regality
0: of Nigerians, it's just amazing. We're, like, the most showiest, offiest, um, that's not even a word, but uh, we're, <laughs> like, the most offiest Africans you can imagine, like. We just do extra all the time.
1: And it just reminds me of like what a number of black Americans who um, were here through like slavery, what we lost, like that regality, Mm -hmm. like not knowing that this is what we come from, Mm -hmm. this this regalness, like Mm -hmm. this is...
0: Truly. And, and that's why I like you guys to experience it too, because it's like, if you don the clothes, you don the thing, even the white people because she married a white man, they get to experience our culture mm-hmm. in a different way uh, and appreciate it, and or at least just understand and see mm-hmm. how different people do different wedding things. Mm-hmm. And so, it's a staple really, especially if you're, you're about Nigerian, because there's a bunch of um, there there's a bunch of um tribes, but one of the biggest tribes is the Yoruba tribe. And we do our weddings, like, our traditional weddings are, like, crazy. People get... I mean, you're talking about, like, 20 bridesmaids sometimes. <laughs> Ten uh, People are all wearing the clothes. Ash, they, we call it asha Everybody sews the clothes in all these different styles. And it's so beautiful to see everybody come together. And the parents look great. Everybody, it was just... Uh, it was just lovely. And the spring. I think my favorite part is all the money spring that happens. <laughs> like, I saw the duffel bag that they had of just money that was, like, it was a big bag. I was like, yo, that's all the money they got from the way. It was a lot. I don't even know what it was. It's none of my business, but that's what I was talking. You know, when you get <laughs> in that the money be flying at you. If you're the celebrant. Man, you will enjoy. (laughs) Ah, You will enjoy. Me, myself, I had 101s. Imagine everybody else that was there. People were spraying at the white wedding, too, because we have the white wedding the Mm -hmm. second day where she wears the white wedding dress. But Mm -hmm. they are spraying there, too. Not a lot. Not a lot. But that, the traditional one, money was just flying everywhere. <laughs> I bought a money gun, and I was so excited because it was purple and it matched the the, the clothes we were wearing. Mm-hmm. I was really pissed off because I was practicing with that thing in the house, but at the last minute, it did not work the way I wanted it oh, to. Oh no! It wouldn't push the money out, and I only put like a few bills in it, and it just wouldn't. I, I guess that thing doesn't work with real money well uh-huh. because it worked fine with the paper money mm-hmm. that it came with. But I was like really mad because it like I was doing it and I was like, Come on, just spray it one more time so people can see that the, the little projectile, you know? Yeah. That's what I wanted and then I had it on the floor and I was still messing with it and then they just shot all the money out. Oh once on the floor. And I was like, you know what? I'm, i gave the money gun to my niece this morning. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not messing with this. But it's okay. I guess I have to, like, if you know anybody listening, if you know where to get, like, a real good money gun, (laughs) because I don't know what was going on with what I had. Or if you know that, oh, well, money guns only work for paper money, please let a chick know, because then I will know that I can't use it for real dollar bills. Okay. Anyway, but the wedding was a huge success, and it was just so much fun. I was so happy to have a bunch of my friends. Some of them you've listened to on the pod on the podcast and they just had a ball so I just wanted to briefly talk about that um my second (laughs) I just have to announce this is like a um um let's call it a blurred (laughs) in because I'm not gonna do (laughs) a a whole blurred out about it but (laughs) everybody who's listening to us knows that I'm a huge Naruto anime fan Mm -hmm. Um like I still say Naruto's King, but people beg to differ, but I don't care. You can come at me all you want. I'm like Naruto's King. I don't care about Dragon Ball Z. I don't care about Bleach. I don't care about Pokemon. I don't care about um what's that other one? One Piece. I've never actually watched One Piece. I've never Not watched one it bit. either. Not I even
1: one. I know nothing about One Piece. I wasn't but, fond of the animation style. It kinda of mm, put me off of a yeah. watch. It. So
0: I never watched One Piece, but Naruto's King to me anyway. <laughs> Um, so, and I love a bunch of different ones, but I, fi- I finished Naruto already. People know that, but I watched Boruto, which is the Naruto Next Generations, which is Naruto's children and the other people in the village children. And it, I mean, people were talking about it so much about negative things, mm. but then you also see some more new things about Naruto because Naruto is older. He's a Hokage, which means like the leader of the village, and so you can see he achieved his dream that he kept talking about throughout the whole series, the past twenty years. Mm. You know, and so you're like, okay, he's in like, let's see a Hokage Naruto, but it's really about his son and um what his son goes through and the new threats. And I finally watched the whole thing, so now I, I was like, I could get a clear idea because you know people were giving me so much stuff online. My sister, who doesn't watch, who hasn't seen either of the shows that much, mm-hmm. watched so much stuff online. and she was saying all this stuff, and I was like, how do you know this? <laughs> how have you seen this? She's like, people be putting clips online, I'm like, but you have no context. <laughs> anyway. I finally watch everything, and I am a fan of Boruto as well. Naruto's still in my heart, mm-hmm. but I'm a fan of Boruto. I really enjoy it. I like that it's different. I like that it's not like completely like like you love, love, love it, but I I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm invested, and I'm like, okay, when that hiatus is over, I think we're getting another time skip, just like Naruto had a time skip okay, where he grew up, and then he became from he went from 12 to 16, mm-hmm. 15 or 16. Boruto f- um, regular series finish. He's twelve. And I think they're gonna do a time skip where he becomes sixteen or fifteen. Mm. Um, and I'm ready for it. But I just had to announce it, y'all, because that's a that was like 290 something episodes, <laughs> and I finished it pretty pretty quickly. Okay. Anyway, so shout out to me for finishing. <laughs> the um, last thing I'm gonna bl- thank you, boo. Thank More you. World. Thank way you, man. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I'm teaching her you're about a small small. The small small that I know. <laughs> anyway. My last blurt out um is going to be about the new Bridgerton um prequel or sequ- I don't know if I can't call it a prequel because it's like going alongside the show. But it's the new little mini installment. But a lot of it focuses on stuff in the past.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's kinda hard. Prequel we'll just,
0: slash because spin off Okay, let's just call it a spinoff. Yeah. yeah, but I'm blurting out mad hard about the new um, Queen, Mid- Queen Charlotte, Charlotte a Bridgeton Bridgeton story. story. It is fantastic. You mean yes. I'm talking about six power-packed episodes that was just steamy, dreamy, and very you know I can't find another Emmy word. <laughs> gleamy I'm sorry. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love. I was like, literally, after watching, I was watching all the clips of the, the stars, mm-hmm. all their interviews, all their little quizzes they mm-hmm. played, any little reel or short thing. Yeah, I was watching all of it because I just liked the people so much. I played the young and Golda. To Golda wasn't more. Did you know Golda was in Dune as well? Which one is Golda? Golda plays the queen. She was the, the queen in the, in the original series.
1: Oh, she's the—that's the name of the actress. Yeah, her name uh, is Golda Rochevel. Okay. you said she's in—in um, in what?
0: She's in Dune.
1: Who is she in Dune?
0: You know how there was this, this old lady that was um, attending to the um his mother, to um Shyamalan Shyamalan thing, <laughs> to uh, Timothy Chalamet's uh, mom. There was like this old lady. I'm telling you, if she did not say. If Somebody in the interview did not say this was her, I would not have known that was her. I'll have to get the clip for you, but she it's was been like, a while she ended I up dying that. in the film anyway. But okay, she was that woman that was attending to her and telling her about this prophecies, and then she got killed okay during that whole time where they were invading and they killed his dad and everything. But I mean, I bet you if you look up Golda in Dune, you will just see and you're like, oh, that was her. I what, I really do that anyway. But Golda Rochevel is amazing. I loved her. I love how they expanded her story. I love that they paid attention. It took the time out to craft and carve what was going on. And they had some historical historical facts in there. But I like that it was a pure fantasy embellishment to incorporate the the people of color. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, also the, the whole issue... Mad King George and the the madness he had and Mm -hmm. it was a real issue and all the terrible things they had done to try to get him suppressed Mm -hmm. and stuff. And it was like very sad to watch. Um, You know, one of the most interesting thing I found was that, you know, King George the third, he never had any mistresses or anything. He was like totally in love with his wife. He didn't, I mean, I guess that's why they have 15 kids, (laughs) two of which died before, uh, They reached child, but that happened a lot back then. The polio virus, or some some vaccine, they tried to get them didn't last, didn't take. The smallpox vaccine, Mm. it didn't take in two of their boy children. Like I think it was child thirteen, child thirteen and fourteen died. Okay, two boys, and then the last child, their last child, she got older, but she died. Earlier, like she died in like early twenties or nineteen or something, and that sent the king on his main spiral out because she was his favorite child, Mm. and he could not he never returned to sanity Mm. after that. But it looked like he had like segments of time where he was just insane, Mm -hmm. and then he went back to himself where he could be like unrestrained and I don't know. It was really interesting to watch how they were like they tried not to focus on that because it was really about their love and really about Queen Charlotte and how she was dealing with everything. But I honestly I loved it. I loved that they went back and forth that we saw the Queen and we saw her as a Golda, we saw her as um India Armatifio plays a younger. They like it's like seamless. You like you could totally see Yeah, India, um India Armatifio's portrayal go right next to They did excellent it was Fantastic. Casting. I loved it. I loved it a lot. And my sister showed me one little cute thing. So if you watch it in the beginning, especially the first episode of Bridget of uh, the Charlotte story mm-hmm. you can see in the um in the beautiful illustrations that they did or an animation that they did for the opening credits mm-hmm. that even though it's walking as her the young the shadow always pops up as her older oh so if you look at it like, you'll see like the it, one it will be her hair low but then the shadow would be the big hair okay her as the queen so it's like it's very subtle because I I totally missed it. Mm-hmm. My sister had to show me, and um, we were looking at it one day. Like one of the days we were like we were super hungry after uh, Saturday's wedding because mm-hmm. they only give you like one plate of food, right? <laughs> and you're just like, but I'm still hungry though. So we like went to Wawa and I went to Wawa my nice ass dress, yes, <laughs> African dress. And I was waiting in the line and I got three subs and we took it home and we were like playing Bridgerton and She showed it to me mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god. I didn't notice that at all. It was so cool. So they were just trying to show that it was both of them. It, I just thought the show was just very well done. It was excellent, and I highly recommend it. If you don't like romance movies, or if you, you know, not into the steamy scenes, but
1: <laughs> I don't care. I just
0: say it's a good watch. I'm sorry, it's just a good I, watch. I have to disagree. I thought it was an excellent. Take game. it away.
1: You can blur it out watch. now. Actually, with me. I'm just. I'm gonna plus one once again. Hey, <laughs> i want gonna hey. blur it out. Because that's another one that I wanted to just talk on briefly because it was excellent. Like the drama, I love the love story, but I also love the kind of commit. It was like, it was slightly bittersweet. Right. But I love that it was realistic. And it's like, this is what you, this is, this is what commitment Mm -hmm. and 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 love love is. Right. I love that and I love some of the lines like he was like I don't always know it was just like I will tell you who you are Mm -hmm. I will I was just like oh my god they just be getting you with these
0: like scenes and lines right like who asked you to wreck me right who asked you to wreck me like this (laughs) and then the thing with like
1: um I can't remember what was his name Billingsley uh, brimsley brimsley yes brimsley like i felt so bad for brimsley because like at the end i'm like well, "But what happened to your dude though yeah,
0: you can only assume he died early or something yeah
1: you can only assume but i i wanted to know as well Me
0: too. i was like what happened to the king's man
1: right you know? and then i just was like he was so loyal like he, her right. entire time and he was there he's yeah. there still that there scene
0: where he wanted to where she was devastated I think that was the time after she found out that about his madness mm-hmm. and she couldn't take some, or when she was pregnant for the first child too. And there was just so much going on. And this mother-in-law princess Agatha was making her life miserable, being so close by. And mm-hmm. She was just upset because he would not come and see her because he didn't even know what was going on too mm-hmm. with the King and why he would not come to see her. She was so right. strong distra- and you, you, she was walking in the hallway and in that time, the king's man had to stay five paces behind her mm-hmm. all the time. And it was like, she looked like she was going to fall, fail, or drop, or mm-hmm. crumble. And he was like, he just put out a hand. and she, He doesn't touch her because he's not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. But he just put out a hand to be like, I'm here. yeah, Don't fall. I'm here to support you. I'm here with you. It was so touching. It was. That was like one of my favorite scenes of the whole show.
1: These like amazing subtleties. That's Shonda for you. Yes,
0: get a (laughs) Shondi. I
1: also really love. Oh my god, I loved seeing like the backstory on Lady Agatha. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, she was already one of my favorite characters, but this just like shot her up even more so. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Because I'm just she was amazing. Did I say Agatha too? I don't know if you Princess Augusta was her name. I'm sorry. The Queen's mother, oh, Queen okay. Mother-in-law, was Augusta. If I didn't, I couldn't hear it. I, I that thought was, it was actually her. one of my favorite Damn, scenes. Lady Danbury, that's what you're talking
1: between, about, right? yeah. But that was like one of my favorite scenes mm. is when she went crying to Princess Augusta, and she was like, "No, this mm-hmm. is not what we do. Yes, you do I not cry." And I just love just the way that Lady Agatha just like, she was like. All right, let's spar. <laughs> you know, I just
0: I love that scene. Mm-hmm. I like their sparring. I like how she had the gumption and the gall to like, cause she recognized um, Augusta. Recognized that kind of hard, not hard, but like determination. Mm-hmm. I like that she didn't like become a pushover. She's like, no, I'm gonna. You want something from me? I need to get something out of this too. Mm-hmm. It was almost like. You, at first, you'd be like, ah, you'd be like, Miss Danbury, don't be like that. But no, that's what you need to do in the world. Mm-hmm. You have something to look after. You, you have to fight for yourself. It was a man's world, and mm-hmm. women were taken advantage of and forced. There was not much they can do. So, wherever they could, they had to get ground, you mm-hmm. know, somewhere. And so, she's demonstrated that fiercely in her negotiations with her about just, this, just this, the whole thing about what's happening. Yeah. You know? I I loved how that
1: whole thing. I went loved down. I loved their entire relationship and interactions because they weren't friends and it's hard to even say frenemies, but rivals? This, no. <sighs> almost, Opponents? but it's it's like respected, yeah, like in a respected a opponent, respected rival, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, And I just I love that I love that kind of tension, but mm. that kind of like respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like I don't like you, but you could tell that she respected her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I just love that. I love seeing characters. I like seeing complex characterization and awesome, well-rounded, dynamic characters like this. It's just like Queen Charlotte was just amazing. Seeing all that, seeing her evolution, seeing Lady Danbury's, I really thought it was going to go badly when um, it looked like...
0: um, Violet, Lady Violet, kind of figured it out. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was going to be a fight. Yeah. I thought she was going to like, I could, I don't know. And I'm like, you can't infer anything really from that. It could have been that he just gave her a hat because she was sad. Like, I was like, there were some ways where you didn't have to go there with mm-hmm. it. But you I know? feel like she. But if she, For her to keep it that long, that means she meant more, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. And it was still left kind of iffy between them. Yeah, you we have to see how it plays out when right. they, you know. But I like seeing even Violet talk about that with older, I like that this was a story about older women. I like that too. I like how she talked about Violet and then how Violet was like talking, how she was like, Her my God. husband's been dead for a while, I'm like horny as hell.
1: <laughs> I and, like the metaphor because you know, it was so funny. Like, you got to pick this random. I one. want
0: to be gardened, <laughs> plundered even. You know what I mean? <laughs> And Lady Danbury was like, you better say it. You want some. Yes, say it. She's, I just love when she came back. She's like, I literally wanted a footman to just fall on top of me. And I was like, I feel my chick. You know what I mean? That I was, was like, hilarious. I got you. I was like, and, and Danbury was like, yes, you feel it. She was like, it's okay. They just expect you to be a widow forever. Your, your husband died really early. And for you to just be, like, a young woman, she probably got married off at, like, 18 or something anyway. Might have even been younger than that. Some, six, some of them get married 15, 16, uh, during that time period, 14. Mm-hmm. And so you're just like, um, no, you are probably going to want somebody. She was probably only, like, in her 30s. So, yeah. of course, she was still, you know, can yeah. do stuff. And I found it interesting
1: finding out more about, like, her background. Was it Sierra Leone? She said? Yes, that part for
0: Lady Danbury. Yeah. yeah.
1: And was it her husband that was royalty or her? I believe her. Okay. But that was also a really interesting...
0: Maybe, maybe her husband too. I
1: don't know. I think it was her husband. Okay. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it was the husband. But that was also a really interesting part. Because even though you could see that she she didn't really like him necessarily... No, she
0: hated her husband.
1: Yeah, but... I there was also that interesting part where she was like, "No, you are not gonna like. Don't let them get you down. Like, mm-hmm.
0: you are just as good as them." She and wouldn't let them. You didn't respect
1: her, which I didn't like. Yeah,
0: I was just like, "Dang!" Oh my god, I felt so bad for her. I was like, "This is the man they gave you." Ooh, lord! No wonder she was just sitting there. Like, I this the way her scenes open up with just her, and then the looking bed at just rocking. Yeah, and then she's just looking at the ceiling. You're just like, "Oh god." You could just tell, like, man, she had it rough. Like, yes. Oh, yes. God. And then her reaction after every time, she, had to, she just immediately got yeah. up and went My to take a shower and was like, you have to warn me. She told her, her <laughs> I love her and Coral. <laughs> her and Coral, I love their real reaction. Her little her ladies maid. Yes. Oh, man, this was crazy. But and I felt when he so bad did die, him. and it was so funny. They were like, And he yes! died the same way. Yes, <laughs> he died. And that's, I'm not going to lie. I would be traumatized. Somebody die on you while you're having sex with them. Come on. But it was just also funny, their reaction. They were, like, so
1: excited. <laughs> they were, like, they we've like, been prepared. We
0: take... I know, right? Oh, man. <laughs> we have been preparing for this forever. And it's finally here. Right. Anyway, but it's a good show, y'all.
1: You it's watch a you. great show, y'all. So you were blown
0: up about it, too? or you... Yeah. Okay. I was
1: plus one in Europe. Your... Yeah. Yay. I was also partially blown. There was one other. I really, <sighs> I loved the bitter su- sweetness of it. Because, yeah. like. Yeah. Looking at, like, remember when um, Queen Charlotte was asking um, Brimsley? Mm-hmm. Brimsley about her daughter? She was like, What is it? And he's like, Your daughters are kind, smart, you know, um, ladies, and they see you. You have always been his queen, and you've always been frozen in time. They were not going to just leave you here. And I'm just like, Oh, man, that's just, it really hit you because right. it's like, And then it just kind of hit as well at the end, where she was like, I was an excellent mother. And they're like, no, you were an excellent queen. You were never a mother. And it's just these, I like that they went through these things. She's like, you you know, she's not perfect. And they're like, no, you weren't a mother to us. You were a queen. And I like those, I don't know, not gray areas, but it, it was just very dynamic and very... I don't know if truthful is the word, but it just made the characters very well-rounded. Mm. It wasn't just like cookie cutter. It's like, no, they had flaws. She was like, this is at the, she kind of had to, at the, her love for her husband kind of left something wanting for the children right. because of his mental issues. Right, And it's like, it's a bittersweet I mean, story because they were so in love, but at the same time the children lost... A lot,
0: yeah. And it made me like look into the real story because I was like, I mean, damn, she had fifteen kids. Like, <laughs> I was like, what the? <laughs> and I was like, and then what the? Eff? Y'all were doing it a lot <laughs> to get that many because I was like, back to back, and none of them were twins. Not one, <laughs> not one. Usually, when you have that many, twins pop up somewhere in there, but not one of them was a twin. And oh, was like the thing that she child. said. Queen Charlotte, the older Queen Charlotte, like after like
1: the death of like the child or whatnot, and what was it she said? Tragedies.
0: Oh Tragedy. my god! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> sorrows, sorrows, <laughs> prayers. Oh my god! Like, we were laughing our hilarious. butts off about it. It was so funny.
1: That oh was gosh. hilarious. Oh my god! I love that it was. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's a, uh, an awesome show. You guys, you really have to see it. All right, I'll be quick on my other ones. Um, I also wanted to blurt out about a movie that is a classic that I found out that they are remaking and I was about to be upset about them remaking it because the classic is like perfect. Mm, here we go y'all. And then I saw the trailer and I'm like, <laughs> it looks like fire. Yes it does. And um. that is The Color Purple. Ooh, child. <laughs> I was not, I was initially when I saw like a trailer on YouTube and I'm like, why are y'all remaking this? The original is perfect. Short of you guys doing a musical, which we're not certain if
0: this is a musical or not. It's kind of hard to tell. I heard they were because of the music in it. But you can see she's going to be singing on the stage and stuff. So, and I don't remember, um, like, Whoopi Goldberg's character singing that much. So... Willie
1: Goldberg's character didn't sing at all. Suge did, but I don't
0: think that's what I'm saying. Did. So that's why I feel like they're doing it after the Broadway because in the Broadway they but have we to only sing. saw
1: that one scene, which is why I was confused as to if it's going to be a musical or not. I always
0: re- I heard when I heard, initially heard about it, mm-hmm. I heard it was a musical. Okay, it was a musical, Color Purple, really. and
1: then it makes more sense having. I mean, because mm-hmm. you know Fantasia is an excellent singer. Hell like yeah, why why
0: waste that talent not yeah, having her know, sing? Exactly. I was <laughs> like, she can't be in here and be seaweed. And she's not going to be singing.
1: And also, Halle Bailey is also a singer. So it's like, why? And actually, I've heard, um, why am I blanking on her name? She was in a Tyler Perry movie before. She was also oh, Nico a, Noni Rose?
0: No, you no, no. To play Tiana?
1: No, p- who's playing Suge.
0: Oh, Taraji P. Hansen.
1: Thank you. I don't know why I blanked on her name, because I love sorry. her. I mm-hmm. absolutely love her. But she, I've also heard her sing before. So I'm like...
0: Yeah, she actually has a good voice, too. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm like... no, She doesn't sing much.
1: But would I have her? She's been good. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think you're right. I think this is a musical, but it's just from the trailer, it was kind of hard to tell. Because I know one of the songs that was playing throughout the trailer is from the musical, but you didn't actually see someone singing it. It was like a, you know, what is he, diegetic sound? Or I can't remember what the technical names are for sound that, you know, the characters hear
0: versus they don't hear. Okay, so the sounds that they don't hear, but we hear are... Mm -hmm. The non-diegetic sounds. And so the diegetic sounds are the ones that are in the... Um, are in, their, in their characters are hearing them.
1: Okay. So it was like... The the song was non-diegetic. It wasn't like mm-hmm. a character singing it mm-hmm. during the musical. So that's why I was a little confused. Right. But then at the one of the final scenes, you see Fantasia singing part of a song. So right. I'm like, is she only singing that one part? Or is the entire thing a musical? So I was a little confused. But... Despite all that, it looks fire, plus Oprah Winfrey is one of like the producers, and Steven Spielberg, who also was the director of the uh, original movie, is also involved and I'm like, well, with those two plus wanting it, how can I be mad <laughs> and with the with this cast like how can I be mad? Right. And this trailer looks like fire, so I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be, I guess, waiting to see it around Christmas time.
0: Right. I know. I was just like, well, all the good I, I'm like, I'm I, honestly watching the film today because we watched the movie that we we're going to discuss today. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching all those trailers and I'm just like, why is everything good always coming out around November and December? <laughs> I was like, why can't y'all put that mess out now? I know it's ready. <laughs> Dang. But there's a lot of stuff coming out good, this, really good this summer,
1: too. Okay, which, what? Be
0: besides, well, besides the Flash movie. Uh, well, yeah. And I'm still. And I'm, the still Flash and the Mer- I'm probably I'm, not going to lie. I saw a different trailer for it today. I'm, I'm probably going to go watch it. I know. I'm going to watch it. I don't like it. Ezra Miller. Let's put it right there. I really I have don't problems like what he does. What he has I have done, problems with what he has done. But
1: the movie trailers make it look like it's going to be absolute and fire. What he
0: continues to do, but yes, the film does look great. Mm hmm. And then there's like, I'm but actually excited for the Black little Black Adam mermaid. looked great, too, and it was a very huge disappointment. Yeah. And now The Rock is going through some issues now, too. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. Well, My sister I was just was telling you. I don't know,
0: but apparently he's getting sued for something. Interesting. He did lo- years ago. Oh, no. Or allegedly did, let's say that. Okay. Also, mm-hmm. just a quick update. Mm-hmm. Megan Good is dating Jonathan Majors. That's been all, all over the place. And I'm like, people are like, is this a uh, publicity stunt because of what's happening with him? Or have they been dating the whole time? And it's because he's dating her that that white chick just went off and did the, started this whole nonsense. It's very clear. We don't know what's going on, but it's juicy tea, y'all. Mm. Just in black, uh, let's just say topics in blackness. <laughs> that whole thing, you got guys that are being like, no. I'm like, y'all, not gonna get her anyway. <laughs> None of y'all are gonna get Megan Good. like, s- just don't. <laughs> so, I don't have a problem. He, they the people date with who they, who they want to date, right? I just think it's interesting that this stuff came out all in the same time. And then and I was just like, why would she date somebody who's been accused of sexual assault or physical abuse, at least not sexual assault, physical abuse? Mm-hmm. So, I, I it's very interesting. I can't wait for this to how oh, this is gonna like. Turn out, but if he is not, if he is not um, guilty of these crimes, I really hope he can resuscitate his career and continue acting. Because it was was like
1: he was on like a rocket trajectory; his career was really, and it's like. And if he's not guilty, that just makes it all the more sad that like and when then, people are yeah. on the come up is when and people
0: want to come after you. And he lost so much money and time and and I really liked him and Kang as Kang and I was looking forward to seeing him in and same so. and
1: I loved him as Tick in Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Oh yeah, and The Heart of They Fall was awesome too. Oh my god. Right. Yes. Right. I adore like oh my God, that was that movie is just fire. We should really review
0: it at some point. Okay. <laughs> all right, y'all, we're gonna get <laughs> yes, into the let me do one
1: Quick one. Oh, okay. Last Sorry. very quick, and that is Fantasy Island. What's that? So apparently Fantasy Island was this like older TV show. I've never watched it. My mom was familiar with it. And they made like this new version. Um, I think in like 2020 or 2021 was when it came out. Is it a reality show? No, it's actually Sounds a scripted like show. So apparently the original Fantasy Island is this island where people come to it. And their fantasies com- can come true, even things that are, like, impossible. So, like, in the first episode, this old, um, old lady and her husband, black couple, come to the island, and she's dying of cancer. And her fantasy is to have um, a weekend where she's not in pain.
0: Mm. And the
1: way that the island kind of fulfills people's fantasies are in interesting ways, like, not ways you would expect. So they, like, are going to hang out at this waterfall. And when they, wall- when they go through the water, they're, like, in their 20s again. When there's oh, wow. before they were in their 80s, so like stuff like that, like you would have thought, like maybe it would just take the pain away, but no, it put her, it made her into her 20s again, where she wasn't, you know, where she was hale and, and healthy. This lasts for only a day, it lasts for the time you're at the, you're on the island. Oh wow, yeah. So
0: they don't stay on the island long.
1: They're usually people coming for like a weekend or maybe a week or something, like almost like a vacation destination. Is this a horror film. No. Like, actually, nothing thus far has been horror I I don't this know. This is if a it, TV show. This is a TV show. Oh. The second season's on Hulu, but I'm having to watch the first season on Tubi. Oh, okay. But it's really good. I've been really enjoying it. Like, mm, the I'm way. Nervous. It's almost like a. It's almost like. Like, each person's thing that they want it's almost like they get the therapy session for each thing because oh, wow. there's usually something underlying what their actual they're like so what is it like it's almost like a so what is it you really yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's
0: really good you should check it out i
1: think you like it. that
0: Sounds interesting it's like a drama then right? yeah like okay. a drama
1: but it's got like some fantasy elements but they're not like over the top fantasy mm. elements usually but there's stuff that you know couldn't actually happened i feel you i feel you that actually sounds true. i might check that out you should you should But that okay i'm done okay you guys <laughs> should check
0: out all of these things Know where we always put it in our show notes what we're not yeah, yeah. about all right y'all all right <laughs> all right so now let's get into our first impressions of guardians of the galaxy volume three i'm i was just so looking forward to this Me like too.
1: the trailers looked fire it didn't disappoint but i was just looking forward i've always i've loved every single one well i mean to be honest i've pretty much loved all of the marvel stuff but i particularly really like like i think some of the top movies in the marvel universe marvel cinematic universe have been the guardians of the galaxy movies
0: mm-hmm. i would say but what about this one
1: i would say
0: as your first impression volume 3
1: my first impression was that it was gonna be I was actually really interested on how this whole dynamic between um Quill and, and Gamora. Ne- yeah, Gamora and particularly um why am I blanking on Nebula. I don't know why I'm blanking on Nebula, because she's actually one of my, probably, like, like my top favorite character,
0: mm-hmm. even, like, out of all of the ga- uh, Guardians. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't blame you. She's, she, after what she was in, honestly, Endgame and Infinity War... Really, like, bust her up for me. Because yeah. at first, I was like, whatever, with this chick. Right. And I like the actress that plays her. I I love But do. I was just I like, whatever her. with this chick. But those, her, her how she behaved in those last two, I was like, nah, I like Nebula. I do. Nebula's my chick. Like,
1: ever since volume two, like, her character arc has just been awesome. She's mm-hmm. got probably one, like, the best character arc
0: mm. out of all the Guardians. I agree, I agree. My first impression of, um, like you, I was also anticipating and I wanted to watch, because I was like, I see these, the Guardians of the Galaxy, like this ragtag, Mm. like space explorer Mm. group that you just like to come back to and see Mm -hmm. what kind of weird, (laughs) kooky adventures they go on. I feel like even maybe that inspired... um, that inspired uh, Ant-Man Quantum Quantumania that we watched last month Mm. and reviewed because it was like, I was getting mad guardian vibes because it was so like weird. Mm. And then, you know, they have the aliens and all this stuff. It's so sci-fi. Yeah. And, and even though sometimes I'm like, I don't really like looking at these weird looking things. (laughs) There was some weird looking things in here. And I'm like, especially when they pulled off the enemy's fat face mask. I was like, no, I do not (laughs) want that image in my head. I was grossed out. Or that thing that came out of there and it looked so weird. I was like, what is this pudgy thing? I was like, oh. <laughs> but that's all the creativity and everything and the monsters. And But you want to check in on this ragtag group because they're so different, random, funny as hell. Their <laughs> dynamics are interesting. And, and they're I just a been family. And, and like they are a family. They're legitimately a family. A family. <laughs> yes. And so I'm like, like you. I was like, yeah, I want to see what's going on with them, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, it is bittersweet. That was the thing I got. But I would say to be to honestly, this movie, this one moved me the most. I was tearing up. Like, Mm. I was literally wiping tears out several moments. I did not know the focus was going to be on Rocket. Yeah. And I thought this was brilliant because I was like, yes, what is Rocket's story? Let's find this out. And I'm not going to lie. It was so so heart-wrenching to find out how he was created and stuff. Mm. And I was like, this is a great story. Like, I just left out of it and like, I love this. And I love what happened at the end as he took the mantle off as the group decided to, dis- not to disband, but certain members left mm-hmm. to do some things. And I felt that it was, I'm going to miss, um, I love the brother and sister relationship between Drax and Mantis. Mm-hmm. Because at first you're like, he hates her when you first meet her in the in volume two. Mm. But After a while, then you see them throughout the other movies. They just, no, they're like, they love each other so much. They do. I was
1: like, I've always kind of felt like it was more, almost more like getting close to like a relationship, like a romantic relationship. Romantics and drags? Yeah. It was
0: never, it was never like that. Mm. Not to me. I didn't see that.
1: I mean, they didn't like show up like that, but I felt like it was kind of moving, Mm. like it might get to that direction Mm. was Mm. how I kind of felt. And, you know, it didn't happen, but I was okay. There was, like, a number of things that happened, because I also really wanted to see Quill and Nebula, because, like, once they brought it up in the trailers for the movie, I was like, yes, do you that. You know what?
0: Let's do- to-, to-, to go back to your first point, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to hate that one, the one you just brought up. Um, it was watching the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special mm-hmm. that was n- cemented in my mind that no, Drax and Mantis are definitely a brother sister, even though Quill was actually her real sister. Quill was actually her <laughs> real brother. That was what cemented it to me. I mm-hmm. was like, nah, they definitely are just, bro. because I, again, I never thought that, but it was like full on because that was like Drax and her movie.
1: Mm-hmm. That was
0: Drax and Mantis, like little, like special was like their little thing. So, cause you know, they were trying to, you know, the special was very funny. Yeah. I watch it on Disney plus, but I really liked it. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, this is drag. This is how they are. Mm-hmm. But you just further see the blossom of the brother sisterhood. That was them and how much they care for each other. Okay, But that's what I would say. But now, you know what, when that scene came up in the trailers mm-hmm. and I was like, wait a minute, they're suggesting something here. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I think I like that. Yeah, same. I, I was like... I liked it. And I, I would have loved about it. to see it, actually. And I was like, make
1: this happen. I would love to see that. Like, this this would be awesome.
0: I was like, this could be something. But then Nebula was like, nah. <laughs> in <the> movie, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the movie and Nebula was like, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. I, just,
1: I love her personality so much. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. She's like, stop looking at me like
0: yeah. that. <laughs> but my, my my, impressions, honestly, is like... Mr. Gunn did his thing. Like he he really thought like through about what the story was about. Mm. This one was like another deeper layer, Mm -hmm. and then it was like a finishing touch at the same time. And it was like so well thought out. Like I looked at all of this and I was like, "This just works." Like it does. I I enjoyed the story so much, and I was like, "This is awesome."
1: I felt like every character kind of got like their really their true ending like they, they're they're the conclusion of the trilogy every character ended up where they really their true selves should have been mm-hmm. i like that can we can we like mm-hmm. briefly skip ahead to like what what i'm what what i'm talking about with the endings some oh, of the yeah. ending stuff okay so drax and nebula becoming like the um like looking after all those kids and the refugees um from nowhere, the, yeah, or or from nowhere the, yeah from the, from the ship from the ship but doing that on nowhere i'm like like drax lost his family and he's like um there was some video we watched on youtube they were talking well no they didn't say it it was actually in the movie she was like you're no longer drax the destroyer you're like drax the father or the dad or whatnot it's like that's you're
0: meant to be a dad yes and that's so true
1: it was and it's like now he's he gets he's going back to that that's his true self Mm -hmm. like he is that he's like silly and like all this yeah he's stubborn he doesn't listen to
0: nobody (laughs)
1: right he's meant to be a dad and Mm -hmm. it was like that was his that was his true self so he's back to his true self and nebula even though i never thought about it or like that into this like when everybody was asking what are you going to do about quill i was thinking in my head more romantic relationship but when you kind of look at it it's like it's also could be like she's a caregiver she's for someone who takes care Mm -hmm. of other people so it it makes sense for them too yes so it made sense for her to be like the mother figure for these children and refugees Mm. in nowhere so it's like ah that was great for them and i like that um i like that mantis was like i haven't really found myself yet so i need to go out because i've always been like with other other people kind of leading the way i need to find myself
0: right that was, that to me, that's why I was like, yeah, you need to go do that. Mm-hmm. I also, like, enjoyed Because, you know, I've told you, like, no, the group can't break up. Yeah. But I also enjoyed the fact that Quill reflected and he's like, you know what? I've been running away from mm. home since I was snatched. I need to go back. Yes. See if my grandpa's alive. Mm-hmm. Get back. I was, like, I was like, yes, return back. Discover something. Get, you know. I was like, this is healthy. This is great. Yes. I even, like. That him and uh, Gamora, even though she went through this phase, mm-hmm. I mean, this whole journey with them, mm-hmm. and that she could finally understand Groot, and she got close to them, she yes. understood what he's been trying to tell her, mm-hmm. that he's like, me and you, but I like that they didn't go back to be like, oh, yeah, y'all are together. She was like, no, nah, I'm still a different person. I, I still, like that, too. And it's because the way they do because time travel stuff is always a mess mm-hmm. sometimes. It can get really tricky trying to like connect the dots, mm-hmm. and you're trying to be logical with stuff and really fun, but it could twist on you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so it's, I like that they did it where, because the way the series of events happened for them to fall in love, Mm -hmm. the past person that came up to the future, she doesn't have that series of events. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if she didn't go through that series, same thing, she's not going to. Mm -hmm. And she's not doing like, so it's like, it's like almost like, oh, she's like the variant line that Mm -hmm. went, you know? So something else happened. Right. And that's okay. So I was actually like, okay, are they going to put them together? And, but they didn't and I was like I but he got thing. closure and yeah. that was to me very smart
1: I like, I like that, that she went back to
0: the she went to the Ravagers and she was like no this is where I, this is where I be you know and I was
1: like you saw in the end scene like with her like when i like welcoming her back it's like that is her family now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you like because we have that same nostalgia that Quill kind of had from the previous Guardians movies you're like no Back with the guardians, but it's like, no, this makes sense. She's not that person. Mm-hmm. This is who her family is now.
0: Mm-hmm. She's
1: like, she's made stronger connections with the guardians now, but that's not her family. Yeah,
0: not her, not where she belongs. Right. Not where she wants to be. Um, and so I was fine with that. I was too. I liked it. Mm-hmm.
1: I appreciated not always doing this, like the simple cooking cut- Yes. Right, right. I loved that. I'm like. <sighs> I really, I just really
0: love James, I mean, sorry, uh,
1: yeah, James Gunn's Mm -hmm.
0: work. Yes. All the Guardians of the one thing is all three of them have been consistent Mm. in how good they are. Like, yes. I mean, people were talking about the length of this one, how it was too long or something. And I, I was like, I don't know. It. I didn't feel it either, but I am somebody who can watch a three hour Bollywood film. So <laughs> I don't know. But I enjoyed the film. Like, while I was watching, there was not a dull moment to me. I was Same. just watching. Yeah. And that's my issue with certain films where there's like, When you're watching and it's long and it's just dragging at points. And it feels long. And it feels, and you're just like, can we move on? Mm. Like, I I hate to bring... No, I don't hate to bring it up. (laughs) Like Black Adam, there were some parts where I'm like, can we just move along, please? (laughs) Can we move along? I wanted it to end quicker. Mm. You know, and so... (laughs) But when the film is good, you just you know you got to keep rolling with it. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about some of the new the new characters. Can we do that? Yeah. So Adam, <laughs> there's a character that's called Adam. That's gold. Mm. He's part of those Adam um, Warlock. War Adam Warlock, right? Mm. Not gonna lie to you. I was I I, just, I knew he was joining, and every time I see this um, Will Poulter's face, <laughs> oh, I'm always like. The little annoying kid from Narnia. The little annoying kid from Narnia. Oh like, snap! Yeah, the boy, the, the Dawn trader. He has the same face. He's fine as hell now. Oh my god! Yes, grow up. His face is exactly the same, and I was just like, man. During this film, I'm looking at him. I'm like, he's still the little annoying kid from <laughs> Narnia. <laughs> But I mean, his character surprised me because he came up in, there, he came in, I'm coming in hot. Yes. He just came in hot, and he's like, I'm about to kick ass I'm up in this piece. Be all y'all to a point, right? and I was like, whoa, this is a contender. And then when you get to <laughs> see where you're like, oh, he he's an idiot though. He, like he's, he's underbaked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pop it up for that one. <laughs> I think I'm gonna steal that. You're just a bit underbaked. <laughs> and I love his trajectory and stuff because at first he just became the enemy. His main purpose was like, you need to go pick up Rocket for mm-hmm. me. For um, what was the villain's name? Um, the I think the High Intelligence. Let me double check it though. The dist- no, the Destroyer is Drax. Anyway, but he was his main purpose was to pick it up for them, and you know the gold people were in. Um, was it they were in the second Guardians, right, or what? Another film? They were, they were in, in yeah, the
1: the second one. Oh,
0: okay, the second one. They okay. were because they stole the like Rocket stole the batteries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I was just like, man, Adam the Warlock, you're interesting. The High Evolutionary. High Evolutionary. Thank you. So the main villain of the show. we'll get we'll get to him next, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to talk about how I actually ended up loving his character because he kind of reminds me of Eustace uh, Eustace, um, the character in um. He played in Narnia, <laughs> Voyage of the uh, Dawn Trader. and tr- Trader or treader? treader? Treader. Voyage of the Dawn Treader. <laughs> but you saw how Eustace was like a really irritating kid, really annoying, mm. all that stuff. But then he became better, softer mm-hmm. at the end. And then that happened to Adam Warlock as well. Mm-hmm. And I really was like, wow, deja vu. But <laughs> I just enjoyed that because it was like he was came there, he was still trying to cause problems. And even... I like the part where he was trying to save his mom when the high evolutionary blew up the planet he made. Yeah. I was like, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? out here ethnically cleansing. Right. And I, uh, anyway. But I like that it was like he came back still trying to claim glory or Mm -hmm. something. But he saw what the family was doing. He Mm -hmm. saw what Quill and them were doing. How they helped each other. I think even seeing that softened Gamora a bit, too. Cause you know she was extra tight, you know yeah, she, she was, was just tight, bootied and everything. It was like, <laughs> yeah, she just came in like, no, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. We even shoot some paper, we even, don't care. Even after Quill was like, I'm gonna use my charm, and that mess didn't work, but it actually did work in the end, even though he was lying. But then she was like, nah, I'm taking over. I'm going to kill you. I was like, Gamora, we doing this? Okay. She was like, nah, we take... I'm... So she came in tight, but she softened too. Mm-hmm. And that was just the impact of family and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Can I I want a plus one on that, like with the Gamora thing.
1: I love... Cause, and we'll put this um, article in the show notes. But just kind of the the character progression with Groot, which was more so almost like a progression of your relationship as an audience and the relationship of the other characters to them. How in the first movie only rocket could understand him. Right. But like in the second movie, they all understood them because they had a connection. Mm. It's like, and you can, um, the article that I'm talking about that we'll put in the show notes talks about how, It's not a language thing. It's a connection thing. You can only understand Groot if you have a connection Connection to to him. him.
0: That was so brilliant to me. Yes. And I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a great uh, addition that they allowed us his last line, that Mm -hmm. they allowed us to understand understand and hear him say, I love you guys. Yes we have such a strong connection to those who've watched the series Mm -hmm. and watched these people throughout. I mean, I even watched the baby group stuff on those little baby group uh, specials. I watched those. I didn't actually watch the baby group. I did, because I thought they were interesting. They're just like little shorts. Okay. But they were interesting to me, because I was like, I just want to see these. I just like watch, I watch everything, even (laughs) if it's like not something I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. I I just didn't watch Morbius, and I'm not going to. (laughs) And I didn't watch Venom either. But I watched everything Marvel Mm -hmm. does. I watch it at least. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Groot got swole at the end, too. Like, oh,
1: super, I mean, he was already swole in this movie, but he got
0: super swole. I liked how we saw diff- different phases of Groot throughout the years. Like, mm-hmm. this was amazing to me. Yeah. Um, I also like that Will's character, um, Adam Warlock, joined the new Guardians. I like that, too. I like that. I like that. Even one of the little girls that they saved, yeah. uh, joined, and She's, Rockets the leader now. interesting.
1: I was like, oh, I'm
0: interested in who this character is with, from right. that end scene. And it was interesting because the film started off really like kind of somberish, you know. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow," or solemn. Let me say, yeah. And I was like, "Wow, what's going on?" I was like, I was like, "Interesting choice to start off," mm-hmm. but they had to start off with where Quill was because mm-hmm. Quill's level was like. But they they went through the eyes of Rocket, so we could know what was going on, mm-hmm. and I'm glad. But it was like. It was just solemn, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is such a serious kind of dim tone. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? You know what I mean? At first I was like, well, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. But I stayed for the story. I stayed. I stayed and I'm glad. Well, of course I was going to. But <laughs> I was just like, okay, let's see where this is going. Yeah. And I love where it went.
1: I did too. Yeah. I, I especially love how, well, there was a couple of moments that kind of showed the Gamora character progre- um, progression. This new Gamora. Because we saw her, you know in the other movies, but that was a different her. Mm-hmm. But seeing her character progression in this movie, where she didn't understand Groot, and then by the end, like he says, I am Groot, and she actually understand understood what he says, shows the kind of... Mm-hmm. And then she smiled. Yeah, the growth and connection. She's actually forged a connection with them now. Right, right. But I also like that she was she's like that. She's fighting against them before. Yeah. And now she
0: was. Now she was going with them.
1: Yeah. And even though she has a connection to them, that doesn't mean that she's going to stay with them. And I like that. Like we said, she ends up back with the Ravagers because that's really who this version of Gamora's family is—is is with the Ravagers. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I, I, I'm glad that no one died. No, none of the major characters died. Yes, because
0: my sister had spoiled. Like my sister had said that, and I was so mad at her. Mm-mm. I was like, "You better!" Not. I was mad that she did that. I was like, "You did not just tell me that Rocket died before I watched this damn film." <laughs> I was mad, and I was like, "I can't unhear it." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "She's like, you still going to watch it anyway?" I was like, "Of course, I'm going to watch it anyway." <laughs> but I didn't want to know that just now. I like my initial reaction to my initial reaction. Right. Get it together, and then. But I'm glad she was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she was wrong. I mean,
1: he did kind of die for a
0: little bit. But he came back. He flatlined. He flatlined. Yeah. But he came back. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't dead, dead as an officially dead, rock is dead. Not, in the not whole permanently dead. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about um, the, the villain real quick. Mm-hmm. So I love the villain. Villain. Um, the High Evolutionary. High Evolutionary, played by... I'm not going to lie to you. I already know this, the villain's real name is um a Nigerian name. Mm. Because it's Igbo, and there's, the Igbo names are so hard. Because they're, such, they're so consonant-driven. Like, chiku, chiki, chikwe, chikwe, Chioma Like, they have so many consonants in their language. Mm-hmm. And our language, Yoruba, is totally different. We have so many vowel sounds. Mm. And so... But there's like, chiku, chike... Uh, let me just get his name so Chukuri I don't miss it. Chuku- let me get it. Let me just get it. Do <laughs> you have it up? Yeah, it? yeah.
1: Let's get a so proper pronunciation
0: here. Chukudi Iwuji. Chukudi mm-hmm. Iwuji. Right. So I was like, yeah, I know he's a British Nigerian. <laughs> um, but his character, the high evolutionary, one, I was just happy he was the villain because mm. I was like, oh, I have to see a black guy be a villain too. Mm. You know what I mean? Looks like how Kang was the villain. Oh yeah. I like seeing that.
1: I forget about that. He was mm-hmm. so compelling. Right.
0: <laughs> and there were some times where I was just like, okay, you need to stop your little screaming. <laughs> but he was really like a, a true bad guy. Mm-hmm. He was a very clear villain. It's, yes. And he was going mad too. a
1: straight up, no redeeming type of villain. Yeah. Not was, even understanding. Like, at least with like, well, Thanos was like, dude, that's so wrong. But it's like, I understand that you think that you're trying to.
0: Well actually you know, now that I think about it, no. The God I, I, complex in all of them is just too much for me. Yeah, yeah. They both had a God complex and he was like, There is no God, I that's why I stepped in, like, who asked you to step in out of all the species in this galaxy, in this realm? Right? Who asked you to just be everybody's God? And you could no. just see that he was just way
1: far gone when his entire like main circle was like, alright, we need to take and him out. And then
0: he blasted his whole main circle. I was pissed off by that. I was like, how are you gonna do that to all your people? I mean, they were about to shoot him. He deserved it, though. He did deserve it. He did deserve it. And the funny <laughs> thing was, they weren't gonna kill him. They were just wanting him to stand down. Hmm. They were like, you need to chill out. That was like, they were like, sir, we will if we have to, but you need to calm down. You're not, like, you're not on task now. Mm -hmm. They are meant, and they were there to keep him on task for what they shared his vision. That's why they were working with him. But now he was veering. His obsession with Rocket and how something he created just ran amok. Mm -hmm. I mean, I there's, there's a lot of analysis you can do there to unpack that stuff. But again, people with God complexes. And then when they have that and they can't understand something, it's just like, plus also... Rocket was the one that scarred the mess that took his face off. Mm. So he had that kind of plastic face.
1: Well, I think it was actually supposed to be like his actual skin or something, or maybe a recreation of his actual skin. Oh, yeah, I know. It was just
0: weird and gross. It made me think,
1: I know you've never watched um, Doctor Who, but it made me think of this character in Doctor Who. Um, I can't remember her name, but she's basically, she's the last human, because it's like thousands or millions of years into evolution, and all the other humans have like, made it with other species, so she's the last pure human, but she's like, I didn't want to get oh, she used to be an actress, so she just like she's just a face now. Oh, and she's wow. stretched across this like frame almost like yeah, a canvas. Gross. And she's got these people attending her with this like little wire spritzers and she's like moisturize me. And seeing his face pulled like across yeah, that thing, it made me think gross. of that character from Doctor Who. That's if you got if anybody is a Doctor Who fan, like Shout out in the comments somewhere, like, if you remember what her name is. But it just, it it made me think of that. It's
0: hilarious. It sounds funny, (laughs) but it also sounds gross. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, one, I'm not going to lie to you. I... I'm not like a big animal person, mm-hmm. but I'm also not someone who likes to harm creatures for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, For me, it's like, okay, God made you all these like creatures, but stay on your side. That's my <laughs> own. Just don't come attack me. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, like, not about killing them and stuff. So if you're somebody who like really loves animals, you would feel that. I, I was like, for the first time, I was like, I kind of feel what the animal, what they feel hmm. about the how the experimenting and how things cruel it is. Yeah, the yeah. cruelty that people do on animals. That mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not for that. Yeah, I'm not like somebody that's all gung ho and lovey dovey with animals. No, I'm not going to be hugging no pets. Yeah, but I'm not somebody that I, I'm like keeping them caged up. And like experimenting, experimenting on them. Yeah. It was just it was so cruel. I, I was looking at them, and I like when they freed all, I'm like, "Damn, they had Noah's Ark back there." <laughs> you know, I was like, "Whoa, this was bad." Yeah. And then you saw some of them were made into like these weird m- hybrid machine mixes, island like.
1: of misfit toy looking. Yeah, y- stuff. Yes. yeah, It was
0: gross. I was like, "No."
1: It was really weird. It, yeah, it was really weird. But I, I liked that they did. It's almost like a lesson in. Empathy, mm-hmm. like making these for all characters. Nature. Yeah, right. for, for everyone to like look at these creatures that are not what you would think of as aesthetically pleasing and be able to empathize with them because we have to do the same thing with like people.
0: And they made them sentient too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, not only that, it's like they became this new thing. But then you're, I mean, it was, he was so cruel. And I'm like, Rocket Story really touched my heart. I was mm-hmm. like, wow. So this is his story.
1: It was. was like, it's
0: like, it was the worst one. I mean, like, I mean, Nebula's story is also really, really bad.
1: I feel like they were actually kind of... Nebula said he he he, he had it worse than me. I was like, I feel like they were pretty on kind of like nah. level playing. Yeah, <laughs> like was, equally shitty. Dana
0: was unusually cruel to her for no reason for him to be her child. I was like, what the hell kind of child? Who does this to their child? Yeah. But I mean, he collected... He never had a real, real child. Yeah. He just collected people and called them his children, mm-hmm. but then did shit to them. I'm right. like, no. So the villain I thought did well so there were some times where I was like, get off your horse where I was like, you're doing too much. <laughs> and it's not the acting. It was just the character. Mm-hmm. So there were some times where I'm like, you need to calm your ass down, Mr. High." whatever, whatever. The fact that he made a world out of these mixed creatures, mm-hmm. but it was because of Rocket's brilliance mm-hmm. that he was not aware of because he thinks, oh, I created you. Mm-hmm. Like, well, there was something in there too, you know, and he couldn't fathom it. Mm-hmm. And then he made a whole world and let them live and then he just destroyed it. I thought it was so cool. He was like, it's not perfect, so I'm going to just incinerate everybody. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like, that's, that's what I'm saying, that God complex, mm-hmm. that whole thing that you're like, okay, let me cleanse as, mm-hmm. as Thanos wanted to do. I was mm-hmm. like, you're just another Thanos. You're just another one. Back off, you know? And I loved his outfit, though. I, I loved like his outfit. Was,
1: I wanted, I do want to say, I think he's worse than Thanos, because in Thanos' case, he thought he was trying to save people because he thought there weren't enough resources. Right. And so he thought that that was like the humane way was just to just snap half existence out so that the rest could survive. Whereas this dude is like, you're not perfect, so I'm going to incinerate you. Right. So yeah, I, thought I thought he was, was kind of an even more evil villain I agree. than Thanos. Because, mm-hmm. like, Thanos, there was some bit of,
0: you could kind of understand, even though it was horrible. There was some good sound. There was some soundness to his proposal. Yes. Because you're like, yeah, rationally. Mm-hmm. Not thinking, just just rationally. hmm if there's too much population for the resources, then you need to cut I think yeah, you know right. t- L- yeah.
1: it may be logic logically. Remember the research teacher about logically. Logically.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rashi, you're right. Logically, his thing makes sense mm-hmm. because you're like, if there's not enough people, for the if there's not enough resource for the people, then we need to get rid of some of the people. Mm-hmm. But that's not how things work. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, no, you can't be logical about this. These are people's lives. They exist. They are there. Mm-hmm. It's not for you to say. It. Right. And you're not the God of everyone mm-hmm. as well. So... Yeah, I agree. But like, can I, I really did like his outfit, not only because it was purple, my favorite color, <laughs> but his outfit was really cool. Um, it was
1: kind of, it was cool. I, I like. It was hard for me to get past the like skin. pulled across skin, <laughs> skin. all around. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, let's, what's another part we want to bring up? Oh, I wanted the to fact talk about, that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I wanted to talk about how I liked how. Remember how Rocket was always talking about he wasn't a raccoon?
1: Dude, we are on the same wavelength. That's the exact same thing I was about to say. I like
0: that. Well, you know how we talk about everybody reached a point of what their purpose was, Mm -hmm. or at least were on the journey for Mm -hmm. their purpose of healing or some kind of thing. I like that Rocket came to the conclusion and accepted himself. Like he had self-exception, I mean, exception, acceptance, acceptance, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yes. At the end of it, because he saw the cage of where he came from and mm-hmm. the other things over there. And it's a species raccoon. And I liked it at the end. He was like, I'm rocket raccoon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love that. I love that. He too. just embodied. He accepted. He's like, yeah, I am a raccoon. So many things. The badger, the like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> And he was like, "No, I'm a raccoon."
1: Even when his friend said it, like in the afterlife, he was yeah, like, "I'm not a raccoon." Right? <laughs> She's like, "But you are." Though
0: I was tearing up so bad when he went to open the cage mm-hmm. as his normal bodied self, and all the raccoons just looked at him like, "Daddy," it was like <laughs> I was like, "Oh my heart," they're all like, come they're on. So and cute. he was trying, and he was like trying to grab all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm willing to like. I was like, really? I loved I was it. Like, why is everything getting to me these days? I don't cry like I this. I felt
1: like this was a movie for people who are not like big on animal rights to show them why it's bad. Right, right. To connect. you It touched me too. Yeah. Where I'm
0: like, okay, I see where y'all are saying. Mm-hmm. Because me, I usually like, I'm not that person that mm-hmm. bothers with that stuff. Um, again, I'm not someone who also. I'm not a, per, a proponent of uh, cruelty towards animals either, mm-hmm. but I was just like, oh yeah, you know, we need to get resources and you need to get animal skins, do what you gotta do, you know. But I can see now you know, some of the stuff that's being done, mm-hmm. or some of the way they're being kept, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And right? There's some. You know, there's some. Hu- I don't like using the word humane, because I hate the humane societies about animals, but I don't like using the word humane because I'm like they're not human, but there is that. Thing about them that are they're still living beings mm-hmm. that we should respect and because we didn't we didn't make them mm-hmm. you know they have a purpose in some form although I don't understand the purpose of spiders I don't understand the purpose of mosquitoes the Lord I explain things explain I understand it to me the purpose
1: of spiders because they kill the other bugs but mosquitoes no I don't, I don't understand the purpose <laughs>
0: of all bugs in general <laughs> the only ones that really make sense are silkworms because you get clothes from them <laughs> wow butterflies because they're pretty. <laughs> And they're very good life analogy to help you understand stuff. And um, what was the last one? Honeybees. Ah. Every other bug makes no sense to me. (laughs) Every other one. Anyway. But I love that that part that he came to accept and he finally calls himself a raccoon. Yeah. After that. And then... I, I just love the it's story. It's a great
1: character arc for him. Like, right. to finally know that, yeah, I actually am a raccoon.
0: And then also the just full circle thing about his friend. We finally learned, what was it? Like, he had a love, really. I felt like, he, even though it was like the, the other creatures, mm-hmm. they were friends. Mm-hmm. But I felt like him and Lila, the otter, they had something special. You know what I mean? I did feel like it was special. I'm not sure if it came
1: off as quite romantic to me.
0: I know, because they're kind of animals, so it's kind of weird. I uh, mean it's
1: not not for that reason but just because it seemed like she was older and he came in almost like as a child or a baby. Are you sure you're getting mother mother-son vibes? I wasn't. No, not mother-son vibes, but I just don't know if I quite got a romantic relationship. I don't know why I was getting that vibe. I can see how you got that cuz like when she when he was leaving the afterlife and they did the little nose, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like mm, maybe but
0: I for most of it, I couldn't quite see, like, romantic. And I'm okay that it's not well-defined. Mm-hmm. Because the whole point of it was that these people became his family in mm-hmm. this crazy time of when he was just being born, mm-hmm. and he was in pain, and all this nonsense they did to him. Yeah. And he's like, what happened to me? Yeah. And he was just learning and being, and and they were there for him. Mm-hmm. And to have them, like, ripped away like that, it was just... And uh, you, you know, it's almost like... You see those movies where you have those people that are just so blinded that... They're in a bad situation mm-hmm. and they think there's going to get better. They think, oh, they believe the lies the captors are telling them. Mm. I don't know. There's, there's movies. They're not coming to my mind. The titles and things are not coming to my mind to get a good example for you all. But there's times where you're just like, oh, man. And then you see that something bad happens mm. to them. Like they get taken out. You couldn't see the sky. Like, that whole thing was just giving me, like, oh, yeah. it was touching me so much. I was like, oh, my God, this whole thing. And it's so weird, because you're like, this this spider bunny, this walrus with, with, with like, like, truck wheels on his body. I was mm-hmm. like, and then my girl, otters. Otters are so cute, even though they're dangerous. They're so cute. <laughs> they are really cute. So she was super cute to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on with this? But you just see how they developed the innocence of them. Mm-hmm. It was like little children. Yeah. And then, you know, like, uh, anyway, it's like removal of innocence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When people harm children. Mm-hmm. I just, it was, uh, I was very upset. Yeah. I was very upset that he lost them like that. And so, I and I was glad of his reaction. I was like, this is what, I was like happy mm-hmm. at him. I was like, yeah, you rail on him. <laughs> I, I know it's not good, but I was happy. What did you think, Whitney?
1: Me? <laughs> I mean, it was deserved. He was a freaking... Hitler esque,
0: hmm. well, yeah,
1: actually, very much. Yeah, because he was like destroying a lot of me. parallels to like the Holocaust. Because he's like trying to create like the perfect so and so, and then if it doesn't work out, he's experimenting. And they
0: only had a number; and he, they he yes, wouldn't name them numbers
1: and stuff, and so then terrible. just like killing them when it stuff didn't work out. Like right. it was very reminiscent of like the Holocaust and he was very Hitler. And
0: the funny thing is I did not expect this story to just be so filled with the simple catalyst as rocket is about to die. We need to save him. Mm -hmm. Like that was the simple catalyst. Mm -hmm. Somebody came to snatch rocket, hurt rocket. He's hurt, damaged something. And I was like, this is what's propelling the story right now. Mm -hmm. But then it just unfolded into this beautiful thing. Like the story blossomed. As we were watching it, mm-hmm. that I was like, in my mind, I was looking back, I was like, wow, how did we get from here to here? Because I, I, while we were watching, I was like, is this how we really, this is what they're doing for this episode, for this show? And we're just like, gonna, like, oh, we need to save Rocket. It makes sense. It's almost, it almost puts me in mind
1: of kind of like I thought just the something Queen bigger Charlotte was gonna happen. You know type what I mean? Of thing. Like, this is what you do for family. Like, they went right. to the ends of the galaxy to save Rocket because that is their
0: family and they're right. gonna do whatever it takes. To help him. And it's the best kind of story. Mm -hmm. It's the best kind of thing because we all can relate. We all can, you know, have those people in our lives that are like, we would do all this stuff for. Right. Um, And so that's what I was saying. Like, it seems simple to me Mm -hmm. for a Marvel movie. Like you, I was like, no, something bigger has to happen to get them on this journey. But they're like, no. We just need to figure out and save Rocket. That's Mm -hmm. it. We need to get something, steal something to to heal him. And that Mm -hmm. was it. And I was like, this was perfect though. Yeah. It was a perfect catalyst for this story for their for this family thing. It just it needed to just be about them. Yeah. It didn't need to be about all the galaxies and saving other people. Mm -hmm. It needed to be about them and and on and and in that, they did save other people. They did. So and And animals. I
1: I also like that like as a conclusion, like we said, no one died but it was a, a certain amount of disbanding, but since they were family, it's like, no, this isn't the end, hmm. but we, for a while, you know, we're not going to be in the same place.
0: Right, right.
1: And I love that, because, like, that's true. Like, right. your family is always going to be your family, no matter where they are, and I just, it was a great story. That's
0: true, that's true. They will always be there, mm-hmm. you can always call them, talk to them. Mm-hmm. Distance, you know, is is not a barrier if you work at it, the connections. Mm-hmm communication. Right. That thing is key. Keep telling folks. Speaking of communication, their lack of communication. When they went to say, well, when
1: they were on the ship and he had gone off, I'm like, this could have used some more communication. Yeah, you're right, you're right. There was,
0: like, this film was full of all these funny, like, there were so many side comments and jokes and issues. Like, so much was happening. That whole thing where they were in the colored suits, mm-hmm. and he didn't, he was talking. <laughs> he was really trying to get Gamora to love him again. And then the whole team heard everything. <laughs> that was hilarious. And he was like, and then they had the whole conversation <laughs> of how the color you press is not the color to talk to that person. <laughs> that it was. And I'm like, this is insane. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> it was one of my favorite parts. That was. He was like,
1: and uh, um, Drax was like, it seems pretty intuitive to me. I was like, I was like how? That really makes no sense.
0: How? And he was like,
1: I was talking this entire time and nobody said
0: anything. They were like, we were hoping it would come to an end. Yeah, we were hoping it would <laughs> end. I was like, shit. <laughs> Damn, it was like witnessing your embarrassment or your rejection. Yes. Oh God, it was so bad. Yeah. They were like, Ugh. and then the like when he like sat or like
1: kneeled next to Gamora, it reminded me of like when Thor came on the ship and he was like mm-hmm. imitating
0: his body right. language, right?
1: <laughs> just the thing that Quill does. Quill was
0: exceptionally cute in this. Yes. I just was like, I was looking at him, I was like, man, I was like feeling um, Star Lord so bad. I was like. <laughs> He could get it. But I like Chris <laughs> Pratt. I like him I too. Really I like do. him a lot. I think he's a great actor. I think he's handsome. I Agreed. love his spirit. And, and he's, he's a, a faithful person. Actor, he's just an awesome person. Action actor, especially too. Yeah. And I don't like that some people give him a lot of flack for stuff. And I'm like, I don't know why there's such negative things to say about him all the time out of all the Marvel people. And I'm like, what has he done to you guys? Like, I just, oh, there's always like an issue going on with him. And I'm like, why are y'all coming at him like that? What? Anyway, those are just haters, mm. and he just need to brush it off. They just don't hate. Shake him off. My favorite part was after they saved the kids, the animals, everything, mm-hmm. was that Quill almost died, and then he was saved by Adam, so he had a redemption moment mm-hmm. to join the team, which was amazing. Yes. But my favorite part was after that, and everyone was safe and well, mm-hmm. that the thing that Quill went back that killed him, that almost killed him, mm-hmm. was the little the music player, right? What was that? An iPod? Zune. Was
1: Zune? Zune was like the, it was like Microsoft's answer to the iPod, and oh, it never really took, never took off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was loaded with songs, and he loved that thing. Mm-hmm. And I love that he played that song, The Dog Days Are Over. By Florence and the Machine. That's still I love that song so much. That's a great song for what. Speaking of, that's one of my favorite parts of the. I mean, it's hard to say. Yes, Yes, they always have such fire music. Yes, they do. So I'm sorry if you're a blurred. um, Just because you're black doesn't mean you only have to like hip hop. Okay. You just have to like good music. So I feel like that's always nice. like, that shouldn't be a given anyway. It shouldn't. But there's some people are like, I don't listen to that kind of stuff. I'm like, no. I knew a of those songs were. Mm-hmm. I was listening to that, and I'm like, oh, I know that one. I know. I like my old Americana, mm. like like music with the guitars and stuff. Mm. If they're good, that's good music. I'm sorry, right? It's it's good. It's good. Exactly. No, I'm sorry, not sorry. Actually, <laughs> I'm no longer gonna use the guilty pleasure except for Doja Cat's music because she just. But I like that song. Want to know what it's like? But it's really raunchy and nasty. She, she, she's very raunchy and nasty. But I like a lot of her songs. She's the only one I would use guilty pleasure for. But all of my other music, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna be guilty. I have nothing guilty about things that I like. Hmm. There you go. Uh, that That is what I have reserved to do. But the music in this is always fire. Mm-hmm. And my favorite scene, at first I was not sure if I liked it slowed down, that scene in the little tunnel where all of the Guardians got a chance to shine against the bad guys mm-hmm. and the creatures. Mm-hmm. I really loved the action sequences, but I, I was like, should this be faster? But then they were really trying to like, I thought it maybe looked a little too stylized, just a little bit. But then I also liked that part. It was but weird. You, was, it made it easier to see what was going on. Right, right, right. If it's right.
1: normal speed or faster, you there's some action sequences in like action movies where I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I can't see anything. Yeah, there's so much camera sad. going yeah. back and forth. There's so much movement that I can't even tell like what's happening.
0: Right, right. But that was the only thing that I had a problem with where I was just like, uh, mm. <laughs> and then that girl's face thing. I really did not want that (laughs) image. I'm hoping it goes out of my head. i did not. You know I don't like looking at gory stuff like that. I'm like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) So that was my only other thing. But other than that, are we ready for rating the film? I
1: think we are. You go
0: first. Um, I'm going to rate, like I said, this film to me was very good. I I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm actually, I'm going to give this film a 9 out of 10 Hmm. glasses. Yes. What about you, Whitney?
1: Hmm. I'm try. I am really. Trying I was going to back think. and forth. I really I'm was
0: trying to think, but I'm gonna settle on this because I I'm really gonna enjoy make it. this
1: super messy
0: for the math. Okay.
1: I'm gonna give it eight glasses, a contact, and a monocle. Eight point okay. seven five. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't
0: blame you. I don't blame you because I was working on like. I was like, yeah, but mm, but then but I was like, but this was really good. I never teared up so much in this film, mm. and I loved how they ended it, and I liked how they they mentioned Star Lord might come back, so you know that you're not gonna see the rest of them, mm-hmm. but Star Lord having having the fact that Star Lord might come back at the end scene, I was like, I'm 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 pleased with this.
1: I like that too. I would also really like to see Nebula again.
0: I would, but I don't know. It doesn't look like they they didn't say the crew was coming back. They just said Star Lord. Yeah,
1: I know it might not happen, but she's just, I think she's actually my favorite out of the Guardians movies, like as a character. I understand that. I
0: understand that. She's cool. (laughs) She's super cool. She grew on you because at first she was terrible. Yeah. So, what is the math now? (laughs)
1: <laughs> eight point eight seven five. Oh Lord. Y'all. I told you it was messy. Sorry guys. You got some broken contact ones, y'all.
0: <laughs> anyway, but you got it here. Eight something out of something. And I almost gave it an eight, but I wanted to give it a bit more. Because yeah. I really I thought was very it. moved by some of this I was the storytelling too. was great to me. So I had to give it an extra point for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was it was one of those ones where it's like, ah, oh, I really liked it, but I'm like, I can't quite it's get not a ten. Yeah. But yeah. it's not
0: like it's not unworthy of 10 if someone. Yeah, it. it's
1: it's a it's, it's a it's just, super above average, but yeah. I just
0: couldn't get it to, you know. Yeah, it's not an absolute 10. Mm-hmm. But I I really like I had to give it close to it because I was like for the series and what it was doing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Eight or above is what eight or nine is what it really deserves. In mm-hmm. that time, that space, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Agreed. Know? All right, y'all. That was our review. Of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, three. it's bittersweet. We're not going to see the Guardians anymore, but it was a great send off. You know, it, it was a great really was. closing of the chapter. Just like with all the other Marvel trilogies, like, like I do love Captain America. It's probably my favorite, mm. and I am gonna, I still miss him sometimes. Yeah. So you know, but, especially bearded Captain. Oh my gosh, especially that ass. Oh yeah. Girl. <laughs> America's ass. America's ass. <laughs> but it just has to be. Yeah, all good things have to come to an end sometimes. Yes. All right. But we think Ooh, you should sorry, I just wanted to throw in a nerdy Go quote. Ahead.
1: Um, because you either die a hero or you live to be a villain mm. even though that's from a different series that i mean a different universe from dc okay
0: Batman. okay well i hope mr gunn can like inject some of his creativity and his storytelling prowess into dc to fix their I shit mean, because they is. are terrible
1: the suicide squad was hilarious and peacemaker also hilarious was I, that gun though it was. Okay. Both of those movies were his. Okay. So he's already done movies in the D C universe. Okay. And now well, he's gonna head it along with the other dude who's doing the
0: flash with. trailers those flash? No, trailers. he that that was before he was made co CEO. Okay, okay. Well we'll see. Maybe we'll look at that film and review it. We'll see. We're I think sure. we
1: should. I think we should. I think that would be a really good one, just because. People all I'm going to do is compare it to the TV show
0: because <laughs> I love the TV show. Anyway, all right, y'all, we're going to go out. We're going to blurt out about these. So let us know in the comments uh, section on TikTok, Twitter. We got. We're all on all of it. You know, YouTube, Instagram, wait, YouTube. Wait, wait. We're going to put some clips out soon of some other things we. Going back and listen to our episode earlier this month on Polite Society, another great film to watch. Oh, yes. Um, And just, you know, just get back at us, y'all. But in the meantime, y'all have a wonderful rest of your month of May. And always, blurred out. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other Blurred and non-Blurred family and friends. And if you like this episode, please subscribe to our email newsletter at blurredtalkbw.ck.page and also rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts.
1: Intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud. Username Caption spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. Show notes by Ola Hansen,
0: audio engineering by Whitney Booker. And don't forget to get social, you guys. You can email us at blurtalkbw at gmail.com and our social media handles on Instagram Twitter and TikTok is at blurtalkbw and our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash at blur top bw and we've got our individual things going on too you can find the triple f queen on instagram at triple f queen b as in boy and my youtube channel is youtube.com slash at triple f queen b
1: and you can find me whitney at luminavi studios my company and the email address is wit at luminavi.com spelled w-h-i-t at l-u-m-e-n-a-v-i dot c-o-m And you can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios.